right, great. <clears throat> so, as a, di a direct quote from, um, are we going to call him Big Cousin? Since he likes to go by the pseudonym. Um, Big Cousin Alex last week, he said that this is like Darwinism um, uh, for people like the, like I guess the economy opening up, bars opening up, restaurants opening up. Um, In some states, I, yeah. yeah uh, that was a direct quote from Alex. Um, not direct, but I guess indirect. Anyway, um, in a reaction to everything opening up, Alex, what is your plans this week? I told you my stance. I, I, I said exactly what I was going to be doing. It's going to be like watching the Titanic go down, and I'm going to be on that ship. I told you that. Uh, you know, If I remember correctly, though, you were kind of on the fence about you said you'd be by the rafts. So you just weren't sure if you were going to get in one. Or not. Listen, listen. I think God made only now. made his soldiers so strong, and that's you not, know that's that's not how it goes. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> I've only been but so strong, guys. I, there's only so much I can really do at the end of the day. And do I regret what I did this weekend? No. Do I wish I could have made changes this weekend? Sure. But, you know. I'm not even talking about this weekend. I'm talking about the weekend coming up. What I don't know what you're even getting at. Uh, your travel arrangements. Uh, are you my travel agent? Why are you uh why are you pocket watching? Is it safe to say is it safe <laughs> to say that uh Big Cousin's back? Is that what we're Yeah. I guess we're I guess we're saying he's in the streets now. Is that what yep. is that He's what the back. word of the is that what the word is on the street? Is that what they're saying? Yeah. Is that what they're yeah. saying? If your kids are if your kids are on the street, send them back in. Big cousins, big cousins coming down your <laughs> All block. All I'm saying is those are just coming rumors, baby. Block near you. Those are just rumors, baby. Don't believe everything you hear. <laughs> Don't worry about it, sweetheart. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Did Jordan come back from baseball? Did Jordan come back from baseball? <laughs> Saying this might be my next three peat. That's all I'm saying. I, I think I see another three peat coming. That's what I'm saying. That's all. Yeah, you gotta lose in the playoffs first. Anyway, just go ahead and um. Yeah, just something light. <laughs> uh, so this is the No Relation Podcast. It's that big Zombie in the chat. I got a bunch of niggas in the studio. That's gang gang though. Everybody good over here, y'all. Uh, uh, never been a hater. I just stick to my paper like a stapler. Yellow bone, smoking purple, LA Lakers. Did she give me pussy on the wake up? Double cup of carrot juice. Oh, that's my savage juice. I just caught the Audemars. Oh, in a paddock too. Dripping in that iceberg. Oh, in that capital. Hey, bro, don't you cup that hoe? Cause I done had it too. They said that they packing. Oh, we packing too. Uh, run up like what's popping and what's breaking too. Uh, said I would get rich. They made it happen too. Uh, take a picture with your bitch and tag it too. Uh, savage mode. Uh, racket and roll. Uh, clapping a hoe. Now you can go. Uh, she popping a bean, uh, licking on lean, uh, off white, off night, cookies and cream. Ooh, 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 that's that big drip, big wrist, big body, big whips, big glocks, big guap, big knots, big gooms, small problems, big moves. Ooh, uh, this is uh, this is big cousin Alex saying hello again. This is Joe signing on. Welcome. 
This is Evan. All right. So, uh, how was your guys' weeks? What'd you guys do? I feel like you got it. You got it. Let's get let's get the big cousin update first, and then Evan and I'll cycle through. Okay. Um. So Ohio was a part of the reopening. Uh, they they phased reopening. So what did you have access to? What did you have access to? You have access to some shopping, um, with like you know like social distancing and sanitation and all that type of stuff incorporated. It, ooh, excuse me. Um. You also have bars and restaurants opening as well. Mm. Uh, this weekend was only patio access. Um, so I just want to put it, put this out there. I wanted to be a part of uh, the group that tested the vaccine. I wanted to be a part of that. I've, I volunteered, but I never got word back. They never got back with me. I don't know what that has to do with what. what Are you trying to imply that you were trying to expose yourself to the virus so it could be a part of the the group to test the vaccine faster? Is that no? What I'm saying is I wanted to be a part of 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 um of helping America. (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to be. I wanted. I. This is a pod. You know that nobody can see your stupid ass face right now. <laughs> In a way, I'm a cavalier. That's what I'm trying to say. Like I. All right, fucking. I'm get a warrior. Into it. Okay, so bars and sh- restaurants opened up. Big cousin Alex was there, knocking on the door, <laughs> 35 minutes before the opening time. <laughs> how was it? How was your How was your weekend? Okay. All right. Let me get right. Let's get into the nitty gritty, guys. I I went out. Okay. I went to the bars. <laughs> And was that mimosa worth it? All right. So I do want to say like how awkward it was. It was awkward as shit that first day being out. Like how so? It felt like it felt like you're in your ex-girlfriend's house again. Like after you guys went through like a really bad breakup, (laughs) like a real tumultuous one. Like you might have like slept with her sister or something like that. Like it, it felt like. It felt like something like that where, like, you you didn't feel comfortable. No one knew what to do. Like, there's people, like, sitting across from you. It wasn't like that. You know, like a normal bar atmosphere. Like, everybody's kind of intermingling somehow. Like, a circle becomes another circle. Like, that circle gets uh, larger. It gets, you know, intertwined, sure, all this other sure. stuff. Uh, this, this they, just, like, no one knew exactly what to do. And it, it wasn't like how everybody thought, like, you know, like, oh, it's going to be one of those those best times. It, it came down to the fact that, like, there's these people out, but everybody is confined because it's like, do I really want to talk to someone else right now? Like, it, that's just where it, it seemed like to me. I know there was another bar in Cincinnati that got into a lot of trouble because they didn't give a single fuck. That shit was they, – yeah. they, they, they got packed out. But, um, yeah, I think I saw that in a tweet, like that place was like full to the brim. Like, yeah. Every, you know, like at the bar, on the patio, on the sidewalk outside, like yeah. every open area was like filled shoulder to shoulder with people. Yeah. And that, that wasn't at that bar. Having said that, I did go, I did go out again just to say, you know, for, for day two. And this is just, I went for a second day as a, for experimental purposes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. only Exper- second day, a little bit better. I do want to say that it was a little bit more better, a little bit more sociable. Uh, 
you know, it was just a little bit more accepting. I really missed being able to spend seventy dollars uh, in yeah. a matter of an hour and a half. I didn't know I missed that. I I really did miss that. Um, yeah, I I got I don't really have too much more else to say. If you guys want, so to basically, you're saying you kind of stuck with your group because people weren't like mingling like that. So like you were out, but it wasn't like that real authentic. Like I'm out here, I'm meeting girls, I'm making friends with people. Like it wasn't that sort of thing. No, it's like if you're going out, like you're with your you're you're with your clique. You know, like it's, it's kind of like that. That's what I have to say. That's at least the vibe yeah. I was getting, and the side eyes I was getting from people on the on the sidewalk was just gross. Those guys looked at me <laughs> like I was committing a, like a sin. <laughs> So what I take it is, is as um, <clears throat> you were out, but like everyone just kind of knew that like, this isn't something we should be doing, but we want to be doing. There is a vibe of like, we are, um, there was, I don't want to know, but I don't want to say invincible, but it was like, we all just gave up. That was kinda, the, the kind of consensus was like, all right, like we fuck it. Like we we're all going to go get drinks. That, that was kind of the vibe. And, uh, I don't know. That's just where it was. To I mean, I like I, I can get into my story in a second, but I know I was out like more so than normal because my state also opened up some things. I'll get into it in a second. But to me, like for me and everybody else that was outside, it definitely felt like like, you know, when you're a kid and you're being mischievous and you know you're being mischievous, but like. You know that point where, like, you thought you would have gotten in trouble by now, but you're, like, still getting away with it? Like, mm-hmm. that's how it felt. Like, everybody was just looking around like, uh, I don't even have a plan for this. Like, I didn't think I would get this far. Like, that's yeah. how it felt. No, yeah, that, that's a that's a pretty good analogy. It just didn't feel – there's something about it that did not feel comfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I, I really know how, know how else to put it. Like, I, I wish there was something I could really compare it to, but – until like it, it's it's honestly almost incomparable just because like i don't think anybody's been able to go through something like this the only other way i could put it is if it's like um i was like hanging out with a girl that i used to be like talking to and then i went to her house and all of her friends were around and they knew i was toxic that's the only way like like you know how when people are staying like clear away from you from a reason that's like that's yeah, yeah that's like that that's how i felt like I don't know. That's just gotcha. what I got. So, Evan, for your week, uh, considering the way you look right now, I imagine you didn't really go out like that. No. No. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I, don't, uh, I don't blame you. I've been inside. Um, I, I shaved the bottom part of my, my, my beard because uh, I had an Can't interview. Um, hmm. And then um, came back and I started talking to myself in the mirror. Um as I was talking to myself in the mirror, I wrote down everything I said on a piece of paper, and then I repeated that back to the person in the mirror to see if they would respond. Um, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, also, I got, um, I bought these N95 masks from a gas station, um, I'm uh, I'm not shut sure. The if you're up. trying to say you snapped, just say you snapped. Like <laughs> shut the fuck up. I don't know what's going on now. Um, but yeah, week's been good. It's been a great week. Um, yeah. When's your barber appointment? Tuesday. 
You should see if you can get that pushed up. I, uh, because I, obviously you can't. <laughs> the time is of the essence. I don't know what you're going to be up to a couple days from now. I stare at a calendar almost an hour and a half every day. <laughs> <laughs> I've been losing sleep because I just think about how, how good that raise is going to feel against the side and of my head. You know what? This is why I have no remorse for going out. This is exactly the reason. Like I, <laughs> it's for my own sanity at this point. Like there was some, there was something, there was something spiritual about spending seventy dollars on drinks. I don't know what it was. There was just something to it that I just needed. I, it Jealous. needed to be done again. Yeah. No, I feel that. I. All right. So Hawaii, uh, we still like bars and restaurants are still not at the place y'all's are at. But they're going to be soon where it's going to be, like, patio stuff. Um, they're going to be, like, blocking off sidewalks and shit. Um, things are going to start opening back up a little bit in the near future. However, right now, what they did was they opened up beaches with some weird restrictions, and then they opened up shopping malls. And for those of, for y'all and for those of you that have been listening to the podcast the last couple of weeks, been talking quite a bit about how we have all this money saved up because we haven't been spending $70 and a half hour at bars. So uh, I just was Which, looking at this as sorry, an opportunity. By the way, I just want to be ignorant. By the way, I just want to mention so easy. I forgot how easy that was to spend $70 that fast. All right. Continue. Continue, Joe. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. So that's what like for someone that, you know, I'm out of my prime, but I still step out a decent amount. Um, I had a lot of money saved up and I just I just with my whole, whole heart. I wanted to go ignorant. And the mall was opening back up, so I was like, damn. I mean, after all this time, I bet everybody's going to be going to the mall. I bet it's going to be a fucking zoo. I'm going to just, like, I'll just do a little drive-by, see what's good. Maybe I'll park and walk around and kind of, but I bet it's going to be packed. Like, I'm not really trying to be in a crowd like that. So I pull up to the mall, like, two days ago, and there it was a fucking ghost town. There was nobody there. Mm. And, like, 40% of the stores were open. So I was ecstatic, and I was actually petrified because I was like, I'm really about to spend about $3,000 here just because, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. um, I ended up subduing myself enough that I stuck to – all I bought was a chain and some new new, new shoes and a couple shirts. I, w I kept it modest considering I went to the mall with pregame music playing like I was about to go into a state championship. Yeah. Like, I stepped out. I was ready to go. You know what I mean? I was ready to drop yeah. bands, on, spend all types of money. That being said, though, the most disappointing thing about that was I learned about my, like, bank here in Hawaii that, like, I just feel like if someone buys in rapid succession white Air Force Ones, a chain, and then after that I went and got food and I got Japanese fried chicken, like, I should get a call from my bank. If all those three, all three of those purchases happen right one after the other, yeah, no, that's not when you get the call. The call is when happen uh, happens right after you like go to CVS, and then for some reason you go back to CVS and get like a loaf of bread you forgot. Like that's that's the only <laughs> exactly. time they call you. Like you get calls after like oh, sis, someone uh, got a package of Sour Patch watermelon. Is is that you? Are you okay? Whereas I bought like a chain and white shoes and chicken, and nobody said shit. Like I'm all, you know what, like. We've made leaps and bounds and racism all over all these years. Somebody should call me if, if white Air Force Ones in a chain are being purchased within a half hour of each other. Yeah, you know every single I mean? time I buy a uh, pack of cigarettes, I've gotten zero calls. But for some reason, I go across the street to get a pack of gum and every something like that. Hey, I just want to make sure <laughs> we're spending this $4 on, this, on some spearmint. <laughs> yeah. My bank gave up on me a while ago. It was, uh, 
Yeah, I think they just started to get the weird signs that like I my, my spinning habits just don't make sense. That must be what it is, because I was pretty disappointed. I was like waiting for my card to get declined the whole time at the mall. And it just never did, and I was just really confused about it. But uh, maybe that means, like, my uh, financially, like, I'm doing well enough that, like, the bank just doesn't give a shit. Like, it thinks the money I was spending was light work. But to me, I'm taking that as, like, a challenge. Well, yeah. Well, my, my thing was weird, because, like, when $800 goes to OnlyFans, and, you know, I only spent $200 on my <laughs> bills, it was just weird. <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. I don't, I don't have OnlyFans. For- well, speaking of that, though, like, this was the chain was the first like ignorant purchase I've made in a second. Mm-hmm. And it created like a real spiritual conundrum with me that I hope you guys can empathize with cuz like I spent an absurd amount of money on a chain. Like I'm not going to I'm not even trying to flex on anybody, but like it's this weird conundrum I always get where it's like I feel like in my heart of hearts I'm not materialistic. I understand the impact that money can have if you like give it, put it in the right places and you can really empower yourself with it. But then there's this other side of me that I think is even deeper than that, that wants to throw money at strip clubs and buy chains. And that just feels better to me. That's just the ancestral habit that you have. Um, <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah, it is. Because you got to think, I might get killed for this, but like, look, Martha King, he marched throughout D.C., Birmingham, all of that. He still wanted to fuck white women. Just saying. You know, I don't want. I, I don't know if that's the same thing. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I don't know. What you, did you just like see? Like, did you just think that you could just green that shot right there? Did you just? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no, because that's like you're convoluting my point. My point isn't that like I could give a fuck less about flexing on people. I don't care. Like, I've had so many conversations where like. Dudes are trying to clown me for, like, the shit I'm wearing or whatever, like, whatever. Uh, my shoes are dirty or, like, my chain's not big enough, whatever the fuck. I never have cared about being, like, flexing on people. I've never cared about other people's opinion. I'm just saying that, to me, what feels the best and when I feel my most self is when I'm wearing, like, a brand new Yankees fitted and have a nice chain. I don't know. I, I feel like that's wrong, but I feel like that's just a really important part of my life. I uh, I don't know because I'm not I'm the least materialistic. I think I'll be each and every single one of you to be honest. Evan's bougie as shit, <laughs> and it's I'm pretty bad. Evan's the one of the worst people I've ever met. Yeah, no, Evan's really bad, <laughs> but it's weird because I'm the polar opposite of that. What's funny is also like I make the least money out of everyone in this cha- uh, in this like chat here. Like it's, but in a way that makes the most sense though. Yeah, yeah, but that. And it's weird because, I mean, I've worn some of the same shirts since I was uh, uh, 12 years old. So, I mean, that's. And like, no, I'll, Alex, you have the fashion sense of a henchman and Jason Bourne. Like, that's. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's been the same, just like khaki pants and like a T-shirt. That's it. Yeah, but simple. Yeah. See, I don't know. My thing is, like, I've spent most of my life wanting shit but not being able to buy it. And I know y'all can sympathize with that. And, like, I've even lived a pretty privileged life. But, like, you know, I never had, like, the daddy's credit card shit where I could just ball out on myself and nobody would say shit. So, to me, like, now that I'm in a financial position where I can buy shit and it's my money, I don't owe anybody money, I'm not blowing anybody's budget. Like, the only person affected is me and I can handle it. 
it feels so good to be ignorant with it. You know what I mean? No, because for me, it's just like I I want those things until I, I get those, and then I'm like, this is exhausting. Like it's more of a chase for me more than actually being able to have it. No, see, no, you, you see, I think we're coming from the same place though, which is we're having different results for it because like we're both dogs chasing cars. I just enjoy the shit out of the chase. You're over here thinking, like, what happens when we catch the car? That's not the point. The point's the chase. Well, well you see, I'm, with me, like, as soon as I get it, like, I'm, I want to be buried with it. Like, if I ever get to, like, wherever I want to get, and what that is, a Versace silk uh, T-shirt, like, I want that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want to be buried in that. Like, I want to be buried alive in my Versace silk shirt. Like, that's, that's all I want in life. Could give a single fuck about any t- sort of shit like that. Like, I... I find a nice soft T-shirt, and I swear to God, I will wear that bitch out for the next five summers. <laughs> we know, we know. <laughs> everybody's talking about I these. Think... Everybody's talking about these fits that they've ordered offline and uh, during quarantine and shit. And it's like all I've done is none of that. I've swear to God, I've never. I haven't even bothered to shop. Like I buy socks when too many of mine have holes in them. Like that's like <laughs> that's how bad I get. Uh, Alex, like, it, um, lift the, is that the McDonald's shirt that you're wearing right now? No, this is a regular T-shirt. Okay, because like for the past, actually, I think four podcasts, you've been wearing the McDonald's. I'm loving this shirt that you got back when we were, I, I want to say ten, maybe. No, this nigga's been wearing his middle school basketball shorts uh, for the entirety <laughs> of the time I uh, live with him every Sunday without fail. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> no draws. That by the being way. said, you're right. You know what I mean. Your money's going to better places, and I still, I still save. I still love traveling, but I just love to. I, God, I just love to spoil myself. I just, I just love it so deeply. But that's like I remember when I was a kid. I remember when I was a kid, and uh, you would get called to uh, the principal's office. Like if a uh, like you you won some sort of, like it like a group of kids would get called to the principal's office if you like got this number called or like a color or whatever like you want a raffle so all these kids would go to the principal's office and they would all pick candy as uh as what they wanted and then like the other gift was like a jeans day pass which meant you could be out of uniform or you could get like free food like from the cafeteria or it was like little shit like that and i was like i'd I want that. Like, I was always, like, just thinking about, like, the the bigger fish or whatever, I guess. Because, like, I don't – I don't, I just never really thought about, like, the the smaller shit. Because, like, if I spent money on a, on, a, on a nice shirt, I could just put that towards a flight. You know what I mean? That's just been my my. See, my thing point. is, like, it's both. It's, like, I want that nice shirt so then when I do get that flight, I'm going to step out looking like I can levitate. You know what I mean? But, 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 yeah. but the shirts I have are tried and true. That's they, <laughs> <laughs> the, like, uh, I wear those shirts and I know exactly what I'm getting out of those shirts. Like I have a couple, like, and this is important ladies. You gotta also, I, I, you have to notice when your man is wearing a certain outfit, I feel like. Because sometimes if your man is putting on something, like, it, it could be as little as a pair of socks. That means that man is getting ready for business that day. These, <laughs> it's it's just little shit like that. Like, I have, a, like, a, a good shirt that I'll put on. Like, if I mean, like, nah, I'm like, this is this is wartime. Like, I'm going like I'm going out here and I'm about like, to put up 45. Like, that, the, the Hanes shirt that hasn't faded color yet? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yo, all right, maybe that's the fundamental difference between like you Evan and I. Like Evan and I have always had more eccentric taste. 
You're the type of nigga that, like, if you got a solid T-shirt and jeans, you feel as saucy as you're going to feel. Yeah. Whereas, like, Evan and I, like, I need, like, I had that felt shirt that made me look like I was a washed magician, and I fucking love that shit. And you would never wear that shit. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, Evan and I, like, we like that type of weird shit. Oh, yeah, I have this I, white, uh, I have this white, tra- <clears throat> white track jacket, and everyone knows what time it is when I put that on. Yeah, yeah, love that jacket. I'm out of character. Every every time, every time I dress like that, where I'm like eccentric a little bit, I'm out of character. Like it, it, it ruins like my whole vibe. But that's that Ohio nigga in you. I will never forget the time I was a sophomore at a pregame, and a nigga walked up to me and asked me if I was gay, and I was like, Nah, why did you say that? And he was like, oh, I don't know, man. You just wearing that blue shirt. I was like, A blue shirt? That's <laughs> a a blue shirt. I don't know, man. Blue is just kind of a... It's not really known as a <laughs> that masculine That shit wasn't color. like sky blue. That shit was just blue. I gotta that be honest. Was just regular ass blue. Hey, I gotta be honest. I have a lot of t-shirts, plain t-shirts. I don't have any blue, fam. He might be on yeah, something. I know. Maybe that's because you Ohio niggas are weird. If it's not earth tone or a hoodie, that nigga's sucking dick. That's how, <laughs> that's your mentality. <laughs> All right. Um, let's, uh, let's get into you guys... Uh, the last couple episodes of the Jordan documentary, we just watched that. Uh, you guys have it's over, yeah. Do you guys have any thoughts? I I just really respect Dennis Rodman a lot more because <laughs> he stayed true to brand through no matter what. It's true. I think true. people don't really understand the gravity of the fact that he left the '98 Bulls to go wrestle with Hulk Hogan. What that actually means. Yeah, back then. Yeah, back then, that's, like, if you would tell anybody from, like, that area growing up, like, that's the craziest shit that you would ever realize. <laughs> like, Hulk Hogan, who was already an icon, he's he's on a team with Michael Jordan, who's, like, a superstar. I I don't know. That's crazy. That's you what, go, that's what you I You literally yeah. do that, then um, you go fight Hulk Hogan. You then get on a plane, go to practice, don't miss a beat, and then in the next game, you probably at least grab at least 12 boards. Probably more than that. Not only that, but this dude, I never saw him. If he wasn't out, he was wearing his pajama pants without fail. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He wore those red plaid pajama pants in every shot where he wasn't, like, out-out. And I have big respect for that. I Yeah, I get that so much. It, it, like I just said to you guys, like, I... <laughs> Sometimes you sometimes you know you know what you're doing like you that those those pants for him are probably tried and true. He knows exactly what he's getting out of those pants every time he puts them on. It means business. I'm I'm going to work now. That's what that that's what that means. Absolutely. I think I don't want to like I I want to like kind of take some of my takeaways from the Jordan documentary and toss it in the game of the week, but I will say I think, like, the overall – I don't know if they were trying to do this, but the overall message I got from the documentary was I started out thinking Jordan was not, like, a god before this documentary. And then I felt that way for, like, the first couple episodes. And then by the middle, I was like, oh, this dude's actually human. And then I finished the documentary thinking, like, oh, this nigga's definitely a god. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like the whole roller coaster, like, up and down, like – they personified him, but at the end of the day, the conclusion you draw is, like, that dude was not regular in any way, shape, or form. And uh, 
I don't know. That shit just made me want to go somewhere and do some push-ups or like shoot some hoops or do something like be better. Because goddamn, yeah. This man was this documentary is this documentary is coming out at a time where it's very motivational and you have nothing to motivate yourself to do anything to go anywhere. <laughs> like you can't even go do dips. Like I don't know, like what the fuck you're supposed to do. <laughs> I haven't done a dip since February. <laughs> Kidding me? That's all I, I got. The I got the pull up thing where it lets me do dips. So I, that's literally been like my main workout. Well, Lucky. good for you, Evan. My triceps looking trash. Um, my my takeaway is uh, how trash Sundays are going to be from here on out. Like, I like what it was like something that I had to look forward to. I haven't been able to look forward to Sundays like this since Game of Thrones, and I don't know. It's just like next weekend. Like, what do we have to look forward to now? You know, like Rick and Morty. That's about it. Yeah, I'm going to no... be looking at myself in the mirror for the next two or three weeks. So I, I don't. <laughs> yeah, I... that's true. Please, God. <laughs> I. We'll it's just like there's everything. no. There's no NBA games now. It's just like that. We we all had this as a country to look forward to, and now it's over. And that's just like that's my biggest takeaway. Is like we we were able to watch like someone that we didn't necessarily grow up with and we were able to like kind of get a glimpse into what it was like to actually watch them. And I thought that was, I mean, that was cool and all, but um, yeah, my biggest takeaway is just the fact that I, I mean, shit, what else are we going to do now? But yeah, I, I just like the whole, just like now we're able to watch that legacy just be translated now into a different generation, even the generation before, like underneath us. Because we didn't really, I mean, some of us did know about it. Some of us were able to like go back, look through highlights, and see what like what this was about, what happened, like what happened in this game. We even like watched full games, but like we didn't really get the full grasp of what was really going on culturally. I mean, we kind of have a decent understanding now. Like he's made billion dollars off of shoes. He's done all of this. He was a great NBA player, but we didn't know what was going on back then. We didn't know the stories back then, so. Uh, I think it's just great for that to be translated now. And now we actually kind of have that understanding now. So even a topic of debate that we can like bring up with each other. But yeah, to um, to what Alex was saying, I mean, it's we it's a uh, it's weird. It's like uh, we it's it, you you think LeBron's like the greatest, but you realize just shortly after that he's not, and it's just a bunch of recency bias. Um, well, but, well, Evan, you're comparing eras. LeBron is the greatest of this generation. <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm not going to – real quick, because I, I let everybody talk cash shit in, in, in our group chat bashing my – the only father figure I've really had in LeBron James. So I'm not going to – like nine the, years old. The man you. is like ten years older than you. <laughs> the only man I've been able to look up to in my entire life. So I'm not going to let you guys just sit here and talk shit about my dad like that. He's younger than your older brother. I go out drinking with guys older than LeBron constantly. <laughs> I'll be damned if I was going to call one of them my dad. So that already starts. That already is framing our argument as to why you're a dick rider. But anyway, just no. Keep going, please. Because <laughs> no, I I kind of want to know now. If Michael <laughs> Jordan, w- if Michael Jordan was in today's basketball, he could either be the greatest of all time or he would be Dion Waiters, and I stand by that take. Hey, Joe, you're editing, right? I I don't even know what to say to that. Honestly, what you just said was so stupid that I'm going to keep it in because you're an idiot. All right. This week, 
I think it was Alex that retweeted it. Uh, LeBron James is the best of all time. All right, whatever. Shut up. Shut up. It's the one-year anniversary. No, he's not. It was the one-year anniversary of the Game of Thrones finale. The only reason I know that is because somebody tweeted, like, not no show in the history of the world has been that popular and been so quickly erased from popular memory. Um, and I just, I don't know. Do, do y'all want to speak on Game of Thrones real quick and how it uh, was probably the worst ending of a show, I've ever, not probably, the worst ending of a show I've ever seen. Let me not go only first. that, but at this time last year, it was the biggest thing going on. Complete worldwide global phenomenon and after literally two months of people griping about how shitty it was, it's just out of our memories. I, I don't have know. no intentions of rewatching it. I don't ever want to be disappointed like that again. And honestly, I almost have PTSD. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I thought it was a pretty good season. <laughs> oh, fuck you. <laughs> I was mad. I, mean, I, I, I still remember it. The little dragon thing, like, like you know, like blew away the, blew away the chair that the person was supposed to sit on or something, right? With all the swords, and um, the one guy that was like having sex with his sister or something was uh killed his killed his sister. It, Shut up! Shut your mouth! Shut your mouth! Seems like Lord it. of the Rings, no, but it. like with more sex. Close your mouth! Close your mouth! You don't understand what we went through. Literally binged that whole. I binged it twice. I rewatched it. I rewatched it again leading into the into the season, and. I don't even know how to like kind of put into words what a what a blue ball that was. That I yeah, I'm in the same boat. I started watching it every Sunday from episode 4. So I had to like catch up on like four episodes and then I was watching it live for six no, for 8 years. Mhm. For at least eight years. I remember I was watching it when I asked a girl to prom. I remember I was watching it at numerous high points in my life. Like, I would go to my friend's house on Sunday. We would all drive over to our friend with the nicest TV. We would all watch it live when I was 17 years old. All the way up until watching it with y'all in college. I mean, it was such an important moment in my life, and I was so infatuated with it. And it just shit in my mouth like it just shit on my dreams it was like I've, I've never felt so disrespected by a show in my life seriously i take this shit personally it wasn't that bad guys it Come was on. like no this was like <laughs> this was like like you you you've been waiting to sleep with this girl right like all you've been doing is just talking about like all the dirty shit you guys are gonna do right just really just getting into it and then finally you get to it, and it's 30 seconds of missionary. That's exactly what the last season was. I actually would take it a step further, and it's like you finally get there, and you pull down her panties, and she just has no genitalia. It's just a blank wall. That's what That's what it felt like. Yeah. <laughs> like, there's not even – I couldn't even be disappointed by it. Like, they didn't even fucking set the bar, so it was disappointing. They just said, you know what, fuck you. I never cared about this. We don't even give a shit about the show we made. No, like, the, that's how they said. Let's go make Star Wars. That's what they said. They're like, <laughs> we're we're making Star Wars. Fuck this whole thing that we've invested ten years in, and we're gonna go help make Star Wars even more shittier somehow too. <laughs> I think I think I got more joy in just watching you guys build up this anticipation 
because I was like watching it with you guys and the girls dating. It's just like you guys were just like so less like, oh my god, this is happening. Like all these scenes are just like so like tense to you guys. And then you guys get to the final thing, you're just like you guys just like left there, just like blue balled. It's just like we gave that like, shit. What? We gave that shit. I mean, so I'm just many like chances. sitting like guys, guys. What? It's, <laughs> we gave it's that shit over. so many chances. We gave that shit so many chances. Yeah. We were like, all right, well, it has at least one more episode. Like, but it has to, it has to knock some shit out the fucking park. But it didn't even do that. And I think I asked Joe this week. I asked Joe this week, would you ever go back and rewatch it? And it was like the quickest reply I've ever gotten from Joe. He said no. <laughs> well, I disagree, guys. I disagree. I would give it, I think, an 8.5 out of 10. Cinematically, it seemed pretty cool, I guess. I still, I, to this day, to this day, I have no idea what on earth happened that entire time I was watching that. Um, but, you know, it was, it was cool. It was a good time. Was, I, I just enjoyed uh, hanging, hanging out with my friends. Evan, you essentially went to the mall to, for the first time, like, yesterday. And that's uh, <laughs> the equivalent of watching Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> like it, yeah, that's like being Amish and then taking them to, like, their first movie. And, like, even though the movie is, like, fucking, I don't know, like, Angry Birds 2. Like, <laughs> it doesn't matter. The bar is so low, they don't give a shit. That's, that's what your opinion is. What's funny is I just went back, and I don't think either of you guys have seen it. I went back and rewatched The Wire. And what a well-written TV show that is! <laughs> they they tied every plot back together. They finished. They capped it off perfectly. Everything. There's no loose ends at the end. It was great. And I just remember yeah. thinking, "Wow, what a piece of shit this Game of Thrones thing was." <laughs> I feel the same way when I rewatched uh, Breaking Bad. What a anyway, yeah, what a send it, I'm, what I'm a passionate s- about this. What a send it in last season. What horse shit was that? All right, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. Um. Y'all want to get into Light Skins of the Week? Uh, tell me about your dunk. What do you remember about that play? Uh, all I remember was Cole telling me that I've been going to the to the hole like a light skin dude. So. Yeah, let's talk. Uh, let's get into the segment of Light Skin of the Week. Um, a little segment where we like to give someone that was notable in the week. Um, you guys want? Should I go first or? Yeah, yeah, you can go, go first. Uh, I have two. I have two. Um, my first light skin of the week was No Kid Hungry, which is a, uh, I think it's a nonprofit or something like that, and they work at they work on feeding uh, kids that are clearly hungry, as in their 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 title. Um, they recently received <laughs> a donation from Takashi Six Nine, uh, and they declined it. They declined money from them. This is a this is a nonprofit. They they ended up just declining money <laughs> from 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 a from a rapper that is just a piece of shit human being in my opinion. But yo, um, shout out to them. Yeah. And when I first read it, I was like, "Damn, that's pretty petty to not accept money from him." And then I was like, "Actually, fuck it. Like, good for them." Yeah. It makes a lot more sense when you think delve more into it. Like, I mean. They gave a statement as to why they can't accept it. And wasn't he also on trial for, like, child? Yes. Like yes. A child? Yes, yeah. he was. Yes, he was. <laughs> yes, he was. So, yeah. I think he, he pled guilty. He just didn't get much time for it. Yeah, because he took a plea deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel like, it, like in reality, it was just their PR management just being on top, on their, on top of everything. That was just it's a good thing from a PR standpoint. Mm-hmm. 
And then my second, my second light skin of the week goes out to uh, President Barack Obama. Why is that? He's talking cash shit on Twitter. He clapped back at Trump. I don't know if you guys saw that. <laughs> he did it. In, I didn't. Nah. He did it in the Homie most was... classy way possible. Go, go ahead. What, so, what do you say? Uh, shit. Let me see if I can get the tweet up real quick. Um, basically. I don't know. I don't know about you guys, but I was kind of waiting. I was kind of waiting for something like I was kind of waiting for Barack Obama to have some sort of like backhanded response in terms of like what's going on with all of like the coronavirus and all this other stuff and, you know, uh, so on and so forth. Uh, well, do you know that he was like getting killed by like all the like the like the like the Republican like twitter just like pretty much saying like oh my god it's his turn like they're like saying like all these scandals are coming out mm-hmm. about him and all this other stuff and like it, everything has been coming to light which is well, like pretty much stuff that like we talked about already in the past but like so, i mean now these ones like oh it's, it's, it's here again so this is the tweet uh obama says despite all the time that's been lost we can still make real progress against the virus protect people from the economic fallout and more safely approach something closer to normal if we start making better policy decisions now. So there is this jab. And then uh, was it Mitch McConnell or whatever got back at him and said he needs to shut his mouth? <laughs> After that, he just tweets, vote, period. That was it. That was the tweet. Sometimes it's the simplest things to say the most. That's then that's that's exactly what he did. He he wasn't over here talking big shit like what Trump does. He 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 got on there. He said his piece. He got off. That's that that's all I'm saying. Is sometimes. Yo, honestly, like it's it's people his age. Like ninety percent of them just don't have Twitter figured out. They just don't know how to use it effectively. That's how you do it. That's mm-hmm. all you got to do. I'm, all I'm saying is sometimes it's just. It's more so like I don't have to tell you my score, like the score of the game. You you know what it is. That's why you're playing catch up now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Shout out Obama, man. And I think I think it's important to note for conservatives and like whatever. Uh, nobody cares about Obama anymore. I think it's important for people to realize like the attention span is gone. It's off him. So like. You can keep blaming him for shit, but, like, even conservatives don't care. Like, it doesn't matter anymore. It's been four years, dog. Mm-hmm. We don't we don't focus on things for that long. And you know I, how serious we were about coronavirus in March? It's already out of our heads. We don't care anymore. <laughs> the attention span is out the window. And I know everybody wants to say, oh, who, who could have predicted a virus? Who could have predicted a virus? There was two presidents before this guy that predicted something like this. And <laughs> I don't know. I'm Again, I'm not a political guy. Uh but I like to say when there's writings on the wall. That's just me. You got a light skin, Evan? Yeah, mine is Jeff Bezos. <laughs> Why is that? Just a minor setback for just a major, major comeback. We talked about <laughs> him. <laughs> we talked about this man getting divorced and he lost half his money, which made his wife in turn become the richest woman on the planet. But he was still the richest man Art on the planet. Hard flex for her. Yeah. Hard also, just, also hard flex for him. Soft flex. It's a soft flex now because he is now officially the world's first trillionaire. Um, which I kind of want to poise this question to you guys. What would you do with a trillion dollars? Because I know with me, I lose in thirty seconds. But I, I, I before I answer that question, I want to say 
He's so fucking selfish. <laughs> no, that's all. That's all the tweets were about. He's just so selfish. He, he won't do anything for anyone. Okay, like, yeah, but fuck that. I don't care about that. He's so fucking selfish. Literally, Pornhub just re- like re- like renovated their their website. Amazon is yet to spend a dime on their fucking app, and it's fucking bullshit. It is it's bullshit. It Do you worst, know what, um, the worst connection I have on any application on my phone is Amazon, and it's not even close. They haven't changed any style of it since what 2007. The, I was gonna say like 07 at least. That shit, if he's making a trillion dollars, I should be able to like put my hand on it. It's like, oh, you want this? It's gonna be drone dropped on your face in two minutes. That's what that's what his money should be spent. It should be able to you, read uh, my mind at this point. You Instead, know that what? Do you know they're doing independent contractors for their shipping? So you can just sign up. It's like Uber. So you can just sign up and go to the warehouse and pick up a bunch of packages and just take them, like, take them across the city. And yeah, you, you like can that. do that. But for some reason, their website hasn't changed since they were selling books exclusively. Mm-hmm. Like exactly. this man knows how to save his, his pennies. Like it's. It, when um when Amazon Prime first came out, it was just a bunch of Renaissance vans and people in like like fluorescent colored um like like vest like it's that was Amazon Prime. If you were ever wondering why your package got there so fast, it was because like uh like Darius and this like little rinky dick no windows no window van was driving across the city trying to deliver everything. <laughs> so I literally just had connection issues on Amazon and a little dog popped up saying, I'm so sorry it didn't work. But <laughs> there, there is no reason that there should be connection issues on Amazon. That's what I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Point playing period. So, now, if so I had a trillion dollars, what would I do? I would be dead. And I'm not – I, there's, <laughs> there's no doubt in my mind I would be beyond this life, Evan. <laughs> yeah i uh i agree if i had a trillion dollars uh yeah i'd be dead i mean that's that's a given but but the but the, how long it would take it would take i would probably be, be trying to swallow piles of ca- i would die in a really <laughs> insane way we've made we've made this point a thousand times before but i can't and actually this weekend was a good example of it if i have disposable income no matter how well-intentioned i am most of the time I'm an ignorant piece of shit deep, deep down. And I would, I would die from crashing my yacht into another yacht because I was trying to land my helicopter on it. It doesn't, it doesn't, it could be any number of things, but it would be something like that. I mean, I, I, was, I, I, was, I, I don't know if I have to say that I'd be dead after spending a trillion dollars in 30 seconds, but I mean, it's mostly because, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how else you spend a uh, trillion dollars in 30 seconds, but death should be the result of that afterwards, so. I'm going to line people up. And tell them like if you want a million dollars, I have to throw it at your face. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna start doing that. But yeah, no, I'm gonna be dead. But I'm sure like the 18 hours leading up to my death are gonna be pretty remarkable. Yeah, it's like I bought the country of Croatia. <laughs> <laughs> I made it a giant more. nudist colony, and then I deported everybody, <laughs> and, and then I burned it down. And now I'm gonna go to war with Mexican cartels by myself. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's just that there's no it's it, the possibilities are infinite. 
I'll talk all the shit in the world about Jeff Bezos right now. I know in my heart of hearts I am not better than him. I would be just as stupid. <laughs> yeah, I could talk. Again, I'd love to say, like, if I had all this money, I'd be, like, you know, helping out foundations, giving back to communities. In all reality, and I mean this with all reality, I would try to figure out if I could actually get Oompa Loompas somehow. <laughs> <laughs> Because no one just comes up with that idea out of a fictional point. Like, there's there's probably real Oompa Loompas somewhere. Yeah, no, I'd like to think that I'd be, like, you know, very humble with the money and everything and, like, maybe give back to communities. Because he has enough money to, like, pretty much end world starvation. But twice. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Two yeah, times, actually, I, I, probably. I think, tw- I think in total three. But um, uh, I'm pretty sure if I ever got that amount of money, I'd probably look at him like, you know what? We don't need the Amazon forest, do we? No, I am Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like competition to me. Eventually, the Amazon force is just going to be a packing center. (laughs) I don't know why he hasn't renamed the Amazon force yet, actually. It'd be called Bezos Zoo or some shit like that eventually. I don't know. Hey, is owning Oompa Olympus, is that a form of slavery? You know, I was thinking that, and yes, but also, uh, you know, <laughs> what are you going to do? If I'm a trillionaire, I'm making slavery a thing again. <laughs> I was about to say something It's actually going to be a trillionaire. That's some shit that, like, science fiction novels are written about, is that there's an actual trillionaire. Like, this man has... It's so fun. Have you seen old pictures of him? The most sauceless man you've ever seen in your life. Money buys sauce... 1,000% of the time. Not a dime on the fucking app. Like, not a dime has seen that app in <laughs> years. I don't even know why he uses it still. Do you know how does much he money he makes off of Amazon know? by interns? What? you know how much money he makes off of Amazon, like does his he salary know? from Amazon? But does he know, like, there's an application that exists for Amazon? Does he know that he there, there's... He probably doesn't <laughs> check that at all. He, there's something he makes that 80, he... He makes, it like, 80000 or, like, 800000 something very trivial to him, like, a year off of Amazon. So maybe just, I don't know, put a couple dollars towards your fucking app. I don't know. That's just what I think. You could at least just, you know, change the format. Spice it up. That's how just <laughs> do something crazy. Do something wild. I mean, change the color. I don't know. Let's just do that. The app does know as soon as I log in, like, what I search for. Apparently, every single time I look for a pinky ring, it just happens to show up on my Instagram all the time. So I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. Well, my light skin of the week is, uh, and uh, I've been meaning to say this for a while, but uh, the Jordan documentary reminded me. Um, and this is an actual light skin. My light skin of the week is Jake from State Farm. Do y'all remember the original Jake from State Farm? Yeah. It was like a, a chubby white dude at a desk, and mm-hmm. then State Farm just remade that commercial with a light skin dude. It's Michael B. Jordan, right? I don't know who he is, but they just remade like a classic commercial with a light skinned dude and acted like America wouldn't notice. And I fucking love it. I, I think mean, it's they, hilarious. They brought back the old Jake. They, they have him doing one of the commercials and he's just like kind of playfully like, oh, yeah, they do ask you what you're wearing and something like that. But but they just threw in a light skinned dude to be in the Chris Paul commercials. Well, I don't know. There, like that but the only problem I have with that is there's never. I don't know any black person named Jake. Nope, never met a black Jake. 
Like, they could have named that's, him, like, Jawan. I mean, at least he's, like... <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes it so fun, though. They obviously are just like, hey, so we have this chubby white character, and people don't like those people anymore, so let's just throw a light skin in there. It'll probably boost, I don't know, we'll get. We'll go up 3%. They're trying to get the flow from Progressive, and that's not going to work. I just got a headache yeah, thinking of a black guy named Jacob. Enough. What? I just got a headache thinking of a black guy named Jacob. <laughs> It's because there aren't any. I can't see on my left eye anymore. (laughs) No, you're having a stroke. (laughs) I think I just need a haircut. All right. All right. Um, You want to transition to game of the week? Yeah. We are light skinned, and we can help you. Shut the fuck up! So this is our segment, Game of the Week, where uh, just give you guys a little bit of tidbits for for the remaining of the week until next podcast. Uh, oh. yeah, just a little bit of game from a couple of guys that have no business telling anybody to do anything. That's very true. That's what we're here for. It's very true. Uh, do you guys have anything? I don't really have anything this week. I do. I got one. Mm-hmm. And this is so building off the Jordan documentary. Said my biggest takeaway was that the man's like a living legend, goat, whatever. Um, I think the biggest thing is that he used all of the worst aspects of his personality to make him the greatest athlete of all time. Think about, like, all of the greatness that he had should have been worked through in therapy to make him a better person. But he used all the shitty aspects of himself, and that's what made him one of the greatest competitors to ever play a sport. Mm-hmm. So I think the game is just, like, you just just embrace the shitty parts of your personality and turn it into something productive. There's a, there's a, there's a beauty in being able to embrace your flaws and making something great out of it i do have to say that especially from absolutely you can make an art of out, out of it taking that i think that's, that that's i from am the comedian extremely i think i'm an extremely vain person and because of that i feel like i can get roasted pretty well because deep down i just feel like i'm not ugly and i feel like you guys are the same way because my whole life i've been trying to explain to you guys that you guys are just you're just ugly people you know what I mean? But, like, you just haven't let that get to you. Hey, scoreboard. Like, look at Evan right hey, hey, Joe, scoreboard. <laughs> what are you talking about? That's what I have to tell you. I'm just going to tell you, scoreboard. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I want you to know right now, as, as, bad of, as bad of condition I'm in right now without this haircut, I still walk around thinking I have the biggest sauce and the biggest dip of my chip as any other person around me, so I don't give a single flying fuck what you say. That's exactly the energy I want you to have. I think that's the biggest advantage men have over women. I think women, uh, just because of society, they're often looking in the mirror, they're noticing all these flaws, and they are like have this image of themselves that's much worse. than. If I like take a shower and shave and then look at myself in the mirror, I'm the sexiest person that's ever walked the planet. And nobody can tell me otherwise. Joe, you're giving There's me nothing. You're, you're, I'm looking at you like Byron Russell right now, the way Michael Jordan was looking at him. Like, I'm, look, I'm like, now I just want to finish you. I don't know what, like, I just. <laughs> <laughs> He's on your list? He's on my list. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. Take the negativity in your life and turn it into something positive. Yeah, if that- you can't work through it otherwise, turn it into something positive. If Jordan was just, if all, all Jordan needed to do was see a therapist and. You know, he's just like, ah, this dude looked at me funny, and I just feel like I have to defeat him. And they were just like, hey, so Jordan, it's not that deep. Just relax. And he would be like, oh, shit, you're right. Fucking no rings. You know what I mean? He took all the, he took all that, all that negative energy that he had, 
all that competitiveness that's definitely not healthy, and he turned that into rings. We yeah, didn't talk about. He's just over here like holding a grudge over BJ Armstrong because he had 22 points in a game once. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> we didn't him talk about swinging that bat shit. in that him swinging that bat in that episode, saying how he's not mad while puffing on a cigar, was like the most psychotic thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> we didn't talk about how he ordered a pizza to cure his hangover for the next day. I, no we don't like to, to touch on. We don't like to talk no, about no. too many men lying on this podcast. So. I'm just saying, the, I, I see correlations, and I, I know what it's like to have a hangover that's lasting that long, too. But that's just, all right. <laughs> yeah, he's just in his hotel room late with his boys, and he orders a bunch of pizzas, and a bunch of guys bring, yeah, I know what's going on. I ate a whole pizza, too, by myself this weekend, too, and you know why? Because I was drunk. But <laughs> neither here nor there, guys. Um, Evan, you got anything? Yeah, um, mine's just for those guys that feel like they're in the friend zone still. Um, all I can really tell you is it's either you're not going to get out of it or you are. Um, she doesn't see you as a sexual object, so all I have to do is just just don't talk to her. That's the wow. best advice I can really give anyone, just stop talking. Yeah. And I think that's another thing is uh, she might just not be into you. Yeah, I think that's the most important thing that men need to realize. No matter how hard you're crushing on a girl, you'll find another one. Just stop. Just take it easy. Like, if she's not into you, stop trying. Go go somewhere. Put, put that energy somewhere else. The worst, part, the worst part about men sometimes is the fact that, like, if a girl smiles in their direction, they're automatically like, she wants me. She wants me. I hate, I hate that about men sometimes. I hate that. Well, that's the one thing about men is just, I don't know what it, I don't know if it's just, I, I really don't think it's just, it, it's just like a lot of men get this. I can normally sense and tell when a girl wants to actually talk to me. <laughs> I don't think yeah. a lot of other men get that. They're like, oh, they're, I'm, I think I'm kind of cute and attractive. They just kind of have some more, like they feel, they have some dip on their chip. So they feel like, yeah, I can just go ahead and shoot my shot. But like with me, it's just like, I know who I can shoot my shot on. And I know who would want me to. It's, it's like different variables to it. Like I don't, I'm not going to go over like I, I haven't gotten any, like signs from this person. I should talk to this person. Why would I even approach said person at all? Like that's there's no point in it. Biggest difference between men and women is that men, no matter what, no matter how important, how powerful, how handsome, how rich you are, you need to realize you are going to miss a lot of shots. It's just not going to work every time. It doesn't matter who you are. It's just not going to work every time. And a lot of dudes think. When they reach a certain status or they feel like they're super attractive or feel like they make enough money, they should be missing or they should be making certain shots that they they aren't. And you just got to embrace like, nigga, it's not going to work out a lot of the time. It's okay. Yeah. So to close my game is if you're going to if you feel like you're about to be in a friend zone and don't be your friend. (laughs) (laughs) Right. That was was pretty well noted. Um, I don't have anything else to add. Gentlemen, um, thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is Alex. This is Alex saying goodbye. This is Joe signing off. Peace and blessings. Uh, check us out on Instagram, uh, on Twitter. Twitter's Twitter's exists. We're still getting the ball rolling on that, but uh, it's there. Um, it's in the link tree on Instagram. So if you want to check that out, um, as always, we're available on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud. If you listen this far, then you know how to get it. But tell a friend, tell a friend to tell a friend. And uh, we'll be back. Mm-hmm.
Yeah, this is Evan. Yeah, what uh, what Joe said. We're on all those things and whatnot, and uh, working on YouTube. I feel like this is more so me just being kind of incompetent at this point. But uh, we'll be there. Put a card, put a phone, sixes on that Chevy with some hoes. Put a card, put a phone, sixes on that Chevy with some hoes. What do you want to do? Bitch, I wish. What do you want to do? Bitch, I wish. What do you want to do? Bitch, I wish. What do you want to do? Bitch, I wish. Take it off, baby. Bend over. Let me see it. You're looking for a real pussy eater. I could be it. Quit playing with me, girl. And bring it over here. And climb up on my face. Put that pussy on my beard. I ain't trying to take you shot. Buy your ass no shoes. I'm trying to lick that click while I'm looking up at you. No shame in my game, girl. Look back at me. I don't give a fuck if it's shaved or it's napping. Long as it ain't nasty. Sanitation smelling. One whiff of that, bitch. I'ma be bailing. If it's smelling sweet, I'ma lick it for an hour. And even if it's sour, I might lick it in the shower. I go dumb and ignorant when I'm on that clitoris. Lick your ass delirious. My tongue ain't so damn serious. So bend the ass over, let me eat it from the back. That pussy so good, have a nigga coming back. Put a card, put a four, bend it. Sixes on that Chevy with some hoes in it. Put a card, put a four, bend it. Sixes on that Chevy with some hoes in it. What do you want to do? Bitch, I wish I was. What do you want to do? Bitch, I wish I was. What do you want to do? Bitch, I wish I was.